Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex Anderson, and welcome to the Quilt Connection. This is episode number 37. Periodically throughout my career, I have the opportunity to meet some real interesting people, and often they turn into real good friends. And one such person I'm sitting with right now is Heidi Kaizen. You might know her from American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine. Her face is in the pages, and she is responsible for the growth and look of the quilting magazine. Now, Heidi, welcome. Uh, it's really nice to be here, Alex. I was trying to think when we first met, and it was at the Sisters Outdoor Quilt Show, right? Yes, it was. And you were taking your first episode of Simply Quilts. That's right. And I was so scared. Well, and I think I actually helped do a little uh, crowd control for you and keep people away <laughs> as you were trying to tape in a certain part of the store. And it was really fun. What people don't know, right? That's right. And then you had Perry with you. Yes, Perry is one of the freelance photographers that does a lot of work for us, and we were there shooting our own story about the Sisters Quilt Show for a future issue of American Patchwork and Quilting. And we were thinking that that was, what, about 11 years ago is what I'm guessing? Yes, it is. And you have been with the magazine how long? I've been with it since its very first issue, which was the April 1993 issue. So that's been 13 years ago. And it's really been a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for me to um, have my passion and my hobby become my profession. Now, did you start as the big cheese? No, I did not. Um, I <laughs> No, it was not. I actually was hired first as the project editor, and my responsibility from day one was to write instructions for recreating the quilts that would be in American Patchwork and Quilting. And through the years, as we expanded our product line and added staff, my title changed as my responsibilities grew. But I still love to write instructions, and I still work on American Patchwork and Quilting every day. And folks, she's the big cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, now you're responsible for several magazines. Yes, um, I'm actually what they call the, the quilting group editor. So American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, Quilts and More, Quilt Lover's Favorites. We have a calendar. We have some other special things like Best of Quilt Sampler, um, 100 Quilt Blocks. And the list goes on. And for people who don't know, Meredith is? Uh, Meredith Corporation is a large publishing company based out of Des Moines, Iowa. We're over 100 years old and best known for our magazines such as Better Homes and Gardens. And the Little Plaid Cookbook. Yes, the Red Plaid Cookbook, of course, has been selling for more than 75 years and is the... Um, um, number three bestseller on the list, only behind the Bible and the dictionary. You're kidding me. No. <laughs> okay, you've stopped me right there. That's fascinating. It is. And it's been sold in, I believe, almost 15, it'll be the 14th edition is currently being published. I believe it is the 14th edition. And you have created a quilt book like this that you call, it's the little red plaid cookbook. I'm not yes. a cook, Heidi. Okay. Right. That's right. But we actually have a book called The Complete Guide to Quilting, which we feel is our quilt version of the red plaid cookbook. No matter what type of a cook you are, whether you're <laughs> whether, right, you know, doing something, the red plaid cookbook has that um, feeling that it's your your 
true and, and tried and true friend. And if you want to know how hot you're supposed to get your chicken, you can pick it up and you know the answer is going to be in there. Well, our complete guide to quilting is very much like that, that if you can't remember how to do bias binding or um, want a different way to cut triangle squares, we've created a book that has all of that information in it. Well, I'm sitting here thinking about a Thanksgiving. We were up at a little cabin and we had the turkey and no one can remember what to do the turkey. There's got to be a cookbook. There's got to be a cookbook. And there it was. And it was probably 25, 30 years old. Yes. And it saved our Thanksgiving. See? Just as your quilting book could save a quilter. Yeah. Right. As I say, we have plenty of people that say they can't call their friends at 2 o'clock in the morning um, to f- figure out how to do something. So um, that's what we've created that book for. Now, which is your favorite magazine to produce? Oh, that is a very difficult question because each magazine has its own personality. Um, but I, w- I guess I will say that American Patrick and Quilting is probably still my favorite day in and day out because it has um, the most uh, most issues, so it has the most variety over the course of a year. And, and, and the people that we meet um, through the designers that we feature, the projects that we feature, to me are just fascinating. Um, and we meet other people through some of our other publications. But. And you know, Heidi, I don't quite know how to say this, so I'm just going to say it. It has really stepped up its look in the last couple of years. Yes, it has. Um, it's one of those things. American Patchwork and Quilting is the leading uh, quilt publication out there, and we want to remain there. And so we're constantly asking our readers what they want, and sometimes they don't even know they need something, but we try to think ahead and mm-hmm. preempt that. And actually, this year, we've um, done a, a redesign and reorganized the way the magazine even looks because um, we, we, we're hearing things from our readers, and the response has been wonderful. We've gone to things like a two-page table of contents. Um, that has been um, absolutely wonderful. And here are things that we just take for granted when it's something new and wonderful. And the magazine it's one of my favorite. I have a couple that I get, and it's among the tops. Oh, so, that's very yeah. nice of you to yeah. say, Alex. Thank you. Now, what about the Quilt Sampler magazine? One time, I had the opportunity to go back to Des Moines mm-hmm. and help work on this magazine. And just in a nutshell, share with everybody how it works, because people yep. think it's this, and people think it's that, and people will say to me, this is how they do it. And I said, look, you're talking to an elf. Now the elf is going to tell you how Santa Claus does it, you know? That's right. Well, and Quilt Sampler is an exciting magazine. We've been producing it since 1995. And just so everybody understands, it's a magazine that features 10 quilt shops and a project from each of those quilt shops. It is not a contest, but it is a selection process that the editors select the 10 shops that will be featured. It is about finding great shops and fabulous shops that just draw you in and give you goosebumps on your arm because of the displays and the inspiration that they give you when you walk in. It's, it, it has certainly evolved over the 15 issues that we've created since 1995, but it is a requirement that the quilt shop must send us information from the owner, um, and we have a form that the owners get um, that they can fill out on their own. Um, we have a database of over 3,000 quilt shops that are technically eligible to be featured in Quilt Sampler, and every year we mail a letter to them Tell them what they need to submit to be considered. And so usually in July, we receive anywhere from 200 to 500, depending on the year. It's overwhelming. It is It is unbelievable. And I am thankful every day to be a part of the quilt industry that has such creativity and such a strength of independent quilt shops. So when we get all of these letters that have come directly from the quilt shops, 
then we narrow one of us editors actually reads through every one of the files and narrows that list of hundreds Mm -hmm. down to 75. Then once we get 75, we actually have two outside professionals. You're still doing that. Right. Which is what you um, did for us several years ago. And then several staff members. We usually have five people on the team. So there's always an opportunity to, um, you know, sway the vote or break the tie when we need to. And us, the five of us then sit down and read all 75 nominations and narrow that list down to 10. Um, it is, it is, um, not a, um, contest from the standpoint of, um, we do not, it's not about how many letters we get from readers. Yeah, please don't do that. Right. It's one of those things. We've had postcard campaigns before. It is not about campaigning. We don't have to hear from any reader or any customer, um, to select a shop. It really is critical to hear from the shop because let me just give you the, the difference between those. A letter from you telling me about your favorite quilt shop is going to sound something like, I love this shop. The staff is wonderful. The fabrics are fabulous. They have great classes and I love to go there. That's what all of the letters are going to sound like. A letter from a shop owner and all filling out their information is going to give me the business philosophy of that shop and give me a flavor of what their shop is like. Well, and that's absolutely right. And really, the proposals were very complete. I mean, there were photographs and all that. Yes. You know, and it's interesting because I had this discussion with the store owner and she was under the impression that employee that. Um, customers were to mail in things and I said would you trust your customer to do a book proposal for you well mm-hmm. no right and you know so send in your proposal right and it, it still is important for us to hear from our reader and from customers because if you can imagine on that database of 3,000 there are still shops that we do not know oh, you're about kidding. well they're opening no. all the time that's right and so sometimes that we we need to find out about that shop. So it's always a confirmation for us. If we get emails and letters from readers, we just confirm that that shop is on our database. We add it to the file. But again, it's so critical that the shop owner take a moment and stop right. being modest. Right. And um, give toot to- your horn. That's right. <laughs> so it is. It's a great magazine to produce. Now, one of the things that makes American Patchwork and Quilting so unique is our quilt tester. Um, One of the things that is the philosophy, and we go back to the cookbook for a minute, we actually have a test kitchen in our company that tests every recipe that's ever published in any of our magazines. With that same philosophy, we started American Patchwork and Quilting. We want to ensure accuracy and and, um, the success of any quilter, so we test every project before it goes into our magazine. And one such lucky person is sitting here with us. That's right. And it's Laura Banky. Laura, welcome. Hi, Alex. Thanks. Now, tell us about your job. Oh, it's a great job. I just have so much fun trying to figure out new ways of making the quilts that are in the magazine. Well, I know in the magazine you've got the, the I would say, the mothership quilt, and mm-hmm. then there's another one that's another coloration. Is that what you're doing? That is correct. That is what I do. I, I test the pattern, and when I do that, as I sew it, I choose different fabrics, different colorways, to try to bring out a different way of seeing the same quilt. Is this like a full-time job for you? Oh, yes, it is. It it hasn't always been as mm-hmm. full-time as it is now, but with the amount of projects that I have to do, <laughs> it has become a full-time job. And uh, how do you get the different fabrics, the different inspirations? How do you do this, Laura? 
Well, it, there's no just one way of doing things. I, I have fabrics that on my own, but I, I receive fabrics from fabric companies now since they are featured in the write-up oh, okay. alongside the color option. So what does your uh, fabric storage place look like? <laughs> a mess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, is this a job that literally is 40 hours a week? Yes, it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's broken up. I have kids, mm-hmm. so when they're at school, I'm hard at it. And when they're home, I'm with them. Do you machine quilt your quilts, or how do you... I am a topper. Okay. <laughs> I make the tops. And the, if the project is something that the magazine wants to have finished, they'll have somebody finish the quilting of it. Okay, so then I'm just assuming it's an acquisition from the magazine then, Heidi? Yes, we actually... Um, con- she's considered an independent contractor, mm-hmm. freelancer, and so we pay for sort of a labor cost and material cost, and then we own, own the what it is that she's making. So how many quilts a week do you make, Laura? Between two and three color options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I say there is nothing like a deadline. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I think Laura, uh, to jump in, I think she's very modest in um, what she does. And, and I have never seen a quarter inch seam allowance that is more exact. So I know when she's testing a project that might appear in APQ or any one of our project products, that if she calls and says, I'm having trouble, mm-hmm. we go back to the drawing board. You know our, she's right. Absolutely. And it's the kind of thing where um, she is so exact. And then her sense of color is so, um, it's not a taught skill. It's not something she went to school for training, but it's so intuitive. And um, she has such a great sense of color that she's a, a great asset to our magazine. Are you the only one? Yes. Okay, well, then I will say amen, sister. Because yeah. when you look at those projects, you would mm-hmm. never know they were from the same person. You're really good, Laura. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and how long have you been with the magazine? Ever since the beginning. So she is, she's the only person I've ever met that has made every project in American Patchwork and Quilting. Okay, how many do you know? That's oh, real unfair. We'd well, to figure that out. I was going to say, we'd have to figure that out. But 13 years, roughly 60 projects a year. So 10 years times 60 is 600 for simple math. So somewhere in the in the ballpark of probably 700 pieces at least. That's just APQ. Well, does the, does the shoemaker's kids have any shoes? Yes, each and one of my kids has a quilt on their bed, and I have a quilt on my bed, too. And do you do it for pleasure, then? Oh, yes. Oh, I love to. Okay, you're obsessed and you love it. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I got an email from somebody once saying, this is all I think about, it's all I do. I'm kind of worried about it. And the woman was serious. And I just said, welcome to the club, friend. Your dreams consist of what you can do with your patterns. Well, I think this is really neat that you're here with Heidi and that we've had the opportunity to get together. Yes. And Heidi, on a quick note, you are married to a vet. Yes, Jeff. And actually, we're celebrating our 15th wedding anniversary here in just a few days. Nice. And you have a little boy. Henry Jack, and he is almost two and a half and uh, full of energy. And and I'm sure having a fabulous time with Dad while I'm gone. I'm sure. And then, Laura, your kids? I have three sons. I have a junior in high school, Nathan, Michael's an 8th grader, and Aaron is a 6th grader, and I have a wonderful supporting husband, Bill. You know what? You have to. You have to in this business. I know my husband, I say he's a wonderful supporting husband. He stays out of the way. (laughs) We said the thing that's probably most difficult is to go home and to explain to people when we've been traveling and being at events that we actually were working. 
Because, right, right, because right. it appears that we might be actually having fun, which we are, but we really are working very hard as well. Well, it is a very genuine community that we work within, and I think we can all say we're very, very blessed and lucky with this. Yes. So, Laura, don't go anywhere. We want to keep seeing those quilts. Okay. Heidi, don't go anywhere. We want to keep seeing more magazines. Absolutely. And I want to thank you both so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. And until we meet... We quilters do get around. Happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.